0: Hi, this is Stephanie, the host of the Empower Your Life podcast. And before we get started with this episode, I have some really exciting news. I have finished writing my book, and my book actually has been sent to an editor. And I'm really excited about this book. Um, The title is called Regaining Hope, The Secret Guide to Hitting Pain from All Angles to Get Back to Living Your Life. And this is something that has just been on my mind About writing, because so often in our healthcare system, we tend to treat symptoms and we don't really get to the source of like where the pain is coming from. And there's so many different sources. And we're gonna take a deep dive into that in this book with a lot of patient examples so that you can really see yourself in this to kind of help you guide yourself through the, the medical system. And that's really the the second biggest reason why I wrote this book was really talking about the medical system and all the problems that we have and to kind of help you figure out how to get to someone that can really help you. Because I'm here to tell you, our bodies have an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. And yes, there's times when we need to have surgeries. Um, we need to be on medications, but a lot of times, more than more times than not, we don't have to. Um, and if you can get to the right people that really understands the body, it will really make a big difference and really impact your life. So, let's get to this episode. And this one is it—a fantastic episode. We actually did a presentation with um, Dr. Randall. He is a TMJ specialist. I mean, that's what he does, um, and he's amazing at it. And this goes way beyond just putting. Um, night guards in because that really doesn't, again, it treats a symptom. It doesn't really fix um, really the root cause of, of what's going on. And one of the causes is just the fact that our tongue might be too big for our mouth. And so our, we've got to almost expand the palate of our, of, of our, of our teeth um, so that the the tongue can fit in there so much easier, so that we can actually breathe through our nose and not through our mouth. And a lot of times, when we do breathe through our mouth and our tongue can't relax, then our jo- our jaw does all the work. Our jaw's having to do do the work of keeping our mouth open um, versus our tongue resting on the top of our mouth to allow it to to calm down. And so we really get into a lot of this from a physical therapy perspective. Um, as well as from a dentist perspective on some of the things um, that they do to help you um, get back to sleeping better. Sleep apnea is a big reason. It's a big problem. And a part of it's because of a TMJ issue, Um, headaches, um, pain in your eye, neck pain, jaw pain, all these things can be related half the time when patients come in to our office. They don't come in for TMJ issues, but we can start asking questions and we're like, you have some TMJ issues and we need to address this as well because that's where some of, some of your problems coming from. So can't wait for you to um, check out this uh, podcast and uh, make sure you stay tuned to the end to, to get more information and, and uh, get some of our special offers that we have for you. This is the Empower Your Life Podcast where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We wanna give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without further ado, let's get started. Um, We
1: just talked a little bit about ourselves Um, But I'm a PT at Empire Physical Therapy, and I treat orthopedic conditions and TMJ. I like to specialize um, in actually adding in a lot of breathing and airway work as well. So it's kind of what um, got me really interested in the TMJ and the airway. Um, And then Dr. Randall is a TMJ expert, who is also a dentist and he um, does a lot of the bite work and um, alignment and um, we're really happy to have them here. So what you're gonna learn today, um, what is TMJ dysfunction? Some of the common symptoms, key factors, airway obstruction and sleep apnea and how it relates, and then how the upper cervical spine and headaches relate and play a role. Then how we treat and what other healthcare providers miss, why injections and surgeries and mouth guards won't work alone. Um, and then some patient stories and testimonials. So here you'll see, um, a big list of a lot of common symptoms associated with TMD. So that's TMD is TMD, TMJ, um, dysfunction. So a lot of these, um, you can have them by them, themselves or you got have any combination. Um, but there, you, there's a wide variety of symptoms and a lot of them, um, kind of overlap with Neck pain or neck issues, too. Um, so, finding out the root cause of the issue is, is key here. Um, also, if you have one or, or any of these, it might be an indication that you might have you know, TMD, and, and it'd be a good thing to get it checked out. Anything to add there on those symptoms, Dr. Randall?
2: Um, <clears throat> Only thing it uh, sometimes is a contributor to. It. Uh, is a tongue tie. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's a very common um, issue. The tongue is really held down in the wrong place and doesn't function as well. So there's, anyway, that's the only thing I would add. But, okay. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of things connected, yeah. All
1: right. And so just to dive into the understanding of the TMJ joint. It's actually your mandible, your jawbone, um, connecting up into your head and that joint that helps the um, mouth open and close and move. So like any other joint in your body, it has this articular disc that helps it move and glide smoothly. Um, The joint can get stiff. It can um, get, the disc can get stuck or displaced and that can contribute to some of that clicking and popping that we feel. And then the muscles can get sore and tight surrounding that joint, just like any other joint. So even like, think about your back, your back has discs in it as well. So this is something that we can treat at PT because um, it has very mechanical symptoms and movement patterns, just like any other joint. Um, and a lot of times I think that sometimes people don't know where to go or if PKT can help, but it is, it's, it's like any other joint, right? Um, some of the main TMJ dysfunctions you'll see, especially if you Google, there's like these three main um, main dysfunctions, the myofascial so that's mus- muscle piece of it, um, and then an internal derangement, which is really that disc moving in and out of position, um, and then the degenerative joint. So that would be like an arthritis, or if you have any autoimmune issue, maybe like a rheumatoid arthritis or something like that um, where the joint is going to be, um, there's going to be some stuff going on in there. Now, the most, most of the time, the reason comes down to those muscles that the symptoms are from those muscles being really, really tight and referring, um, pain patterns. So, and then we'll talk a little bit about how the muscles actually attach to the disc. So that can be the cause of that internal derangement as well. Do you have anything else to add?
2: And yeah, no, that's great. That's, I would agree with all that. That's awesome.
1: Okay, so starting with muscle tension or overactive jaw muscles, um, many times this is the primary cause for many of the symptoms. So when our muscles get tight and they're fatigued, they can cause referral pain. Those are symptoms into the ears, the head and the face. Um, and then our neck muscles can try and help out as well because the jaw muscles are just so overworked. Um, And that can cause that neck pain up in the, um, kind of right at the base of the skull, radiating into the head. Um, The lateral pterygoid, this muscle here, um, attaching onto the disc, that, if that gets tight, it can pull on the disc directly. So it can kind of bring it out of position. So it'll be important to get that muscle to relax and release. The muscle tension can be the cause of the joint sounds because um, it attaches right onto the disc and pulls, and that can decrease our range of motion as well. And then here are just some visuals. I think it's helpful to see it um, for those visual learners here. Uh, Normal joint um, is that top for there, where the, the disc is gonna glide with the condyle as we open. And then the clicking, when we get clicking, it's when like there's something off where the disc isn't sliding at the same time and and staying in place. Locking is when we can get the joint or the disc in in front of the the actual joint there. Um, And then over to your right, the overworked muscle, that's the master muscle. And a lot of times those can get really kind of hypertrophied and, and bulkier. Um, because they're just chronically engaged in overworking. Um, that can cause referral pain up into the head and into the face, through the jaw. And a lot of times that's where we feel that direct soreness. Okay, so why do we get the TMG, TMD and symptoms? The key factors here. Um, underdeveloped mouths and airway dysfunction. And that's something that we'll definitely let Dr. Randall speak to there. Um, and then that can cause suboptimal jaw positioning. When our, position our jaw's in, in the right place or isn't moving well because of its position, we can get those muscle imbalances and joint dysfunction that will cause those symptoms. So your doctor says you have jaw pain or your PT says you have jaw pain because your muscles are tight, but like, why are they tight? Let's get to the root cause of it. Um, so, Here, overactive jaw muscles can can be caused from really an underdeveloped mouth. If you look back to like, you know, maybe you're a five years old and you're sleeping with your mouth open. Um, Maybe it's because you had sinus issues or allergies. Um, Your mouth in that open position is gonna develop differently than if it's closed. So I put this picture here at the top um, of the, the mouth, and um, you can see there's a white line on the inside of the teeth. That's where our tongue should be sitting when our mouth is closed. If our mouth can't close, our tongue won't sit there, and then our teeth start to just creep in and crowd a bit. Um, so that, that will change the, the whole palate, um, the whole palate um, formation and not allow that tongue to sit there to create a normal bite. Um, Then that that causes a a retreated jaw. So a lot of times if you look at someone who has a lot of TMJ symptoms, the jaw might be sitting back a little bit further. and then that will cause our bite to, to you know not align well. So our, our mouth has to work really, really, our muscles have to work really hard to create a normal bite. And then they're, they're on all the time, they're firing all the time to bring that job back and up to make our bite. So that causes joint compression, compression in that TMJ joint. And then those overactive muscles are on all the time. Anything you'd like to add there? Dr. Randall,
2: you know, the uh, that picture right there, of the child is a it's an amazing uh, tells an amazing story. Um, our growth growth of our face develop develops starting at birth. Um, when the baby comes out of the womb, what do we want to hear immediately? We want to hear that baby cry immediately. We want to know that that baby's breathing. Breathing is the number one most important function that we can do, and so. Shortly after that, the next most important thing is that the baby starts breastfeeding. And so breastfeeding is the key to growth, facial growth and development because of the swallowing mechanism. And the the swallowing mechanism is with the the tongue, the force of the tongue pressing against the roof of the mouth and that soft bone of the maxilla. And then the breathing through the nose is having... At, coincidentally at the same time nasal breathing is the most important kind of breathing that we can all do and so breathing with our mouths open indicates that it's already small of an airway and it only makes it smaller when the mouth is open in your own and you see a mouth breather like this because the tongue isn't resting in the roof of the mouth and so everything starts at birth uh you can even get biblical with it because i know in the bible god talks about how he breathed into their nostrils. Like there was a specific reason, I think, that he breathed into the nostrils instead of breathing into the mouth. And it's because the nostrils, nasal breathing is just that critical. And so uh, it's, it's healthy to breathe through your nose. If anybody ever wants to read, read a book on breathing, there's one for everybody called Breath by uh, James Nestor. He goes on his own journey to talk about how he uh, figured out why he was so miserable and sick all the time. And I uh, learned that nasal breathing was just a critical factor in life. But uh, you know, leading to a small airway, the roof of the mouth is the floor of the nose. And so if you have a narrow roof of your mouth, you can have a narrow sinus nasal passage. And a narrow nasal passage is gonna to lead to uh, you know, with allergens in our uh, in the environment, allergies and allergens in foods, we're gonna get congestion. A lot easier in a small nasal passage than if you had a large um, nasal passage. And so you get constriction in your nasal passage. You just still got to breathe. You're going to breathe through your mouth, uh, whether you're a child or an adult. And uh, that's going to at night, especially when you're laying down and gravity starts to work and your tongue starts to close off the airway. Uh, your body wants air. It wants it now. So clenching, grinding starts to kick in. Yeah. Uh, so you we know, can keep keep going with your slides. I, I can jump yeah. in. Yeah.
1: Well so the next slide point. here is um, gonna be those videos. All right. Let me pull them up. That you can talk okay. on here. It just gives you a nice visual mm-hmm. of the TMJ. Yep.
2: Yeah. So the orange is the disc, and the yellow is, is like the nerve tissue and blood supply, soft tissue behind it, and the blue and pink muscles right there are the pterygoid muscles that you were talking about earlier. The green lines indicate where the joints should be for ideal position, and so when there's when there's disharmony in the bite and uh, the joints and the muscles, um, your teeth really dictate kind of where the whole jaw is gonna go. Uh, nobody wants to hit only on two teeth on one side of your mouth. You, you typically will, will shift your jaw, you know, um, instinctively without thinking to where your teeth feel like they touch. But if that, if that has to require, and it does muscles to activate, to move your jaw, you have the pterygoid muscles are kind of like your, uh, your GPS muscles, your masseter and your temporalis, um, You know, those are big, strong, clenching, closing muscles. And those pterygoid muscles, they're the ones that are involved in moving your jaw right, left, and forward. Um, And so when your teeth send a signal to the brain to tell the muscles, hey, move this way or that way because I want all my teeth to feel like they touch. If you have to activate the lateral pterygoid muscles on a consistent or not ongoing nonstop basis, like Hillary was saying, those muscles are going to start to fatigue and get tired and pull on that disc and pull on that disc. So you do that? So your teeth come together pretty much every time you swallow? So how many times a day do your teeth come together? And therefore, do the lateral pterygoids activate? Thousands of times a day. You do that thousands of times a day, times a week, times a month, times years. And eventually, what you see in this picture, that, that uh, disc can split and then that's that's a bad bad place to be right there
1: so i'll play this other video here for you
2: yeah so this is a picture or a video of helping the joint get to where it really ideally should be so there's harmony when the teeth are closing you can see saw that the closing muscles were, were pink and the lateral pterygoids were blue. And this is a picture of how the teeth touching properly on, we call that an orthotic, a condylar centering orthotic, a C2O. And when the teeth are touching on the orthotic and the joints are in the right place, there's harmony and there's relaxation and there's stress-free, and this is indicating proper function So when your jaw moves right and left, it should only touch on the canine teeth and slide easily. And so when it slides easily, it's not picking up contact of of our back teeth, our posterior teeth. Mm -hmm. And when our back teeth touch, the nerves around those teeth tend to signal to the brain to tell the muscles you can work with full force because those back teeth were designed to work with uh, all the forces that we use in chewing. So when we have front teeth and back teeth working during our excursive or sideways or or forward movements, we're kicking up the muscle activity, which kicks up stress and strain in the joints. And you get torque and you get overwork of the muscles. And then you eventually get the disc starting to come off, off the top of the condyle leading to popping and clicking. And so with that uh, orthotic that you see in that, video on the right it allows us to just create simulate uh, a perfect bite in the perfect system and therefore get an idea of what the foundation of the whole chewing system should be which is with those green lines lined up and uh um, appropriate uh relationship with each other Uh, so yeah go ahead
1: how is that different than a mouth guard
2: well, it's um, a mouth guard, a condylar centering orthotic. They're both made of some kind of acrylic or plastic.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: the difference is what is done with it, what specifically is done with it. So in general, the, you know, 99.9% of all mouth guards are made and they're sent to a lab with a, a model here and a model here. And they send them to the lab and the lab kind of puts them together, and make something that fits over this arch and then kind of taps the teeth in there, makes them just give something in between the teeth to keep teeth from touching when somebody does their clenching and grinding, has no regard whatsoever for the right, correct position of the joints. The or condylar centering orthotic, the C2O, like you see in that diagram, is specifically um, Focusing on helping the joints and the muscles and the teeth being complete and perfect harmony. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a, that you're seeing is a process. Um, there might even be another video. I don't know if you put that in there. Yeah. Here it I shows a, nice a progression of the joint going back to the right place. And so when we work with people with TMJ problems, you know, we make their orthotic, we make it, we put it in the first day they put it in, it's perfect that day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But that's as good as it can be that day. Their joints are then going to heal. Their inflammation is going to go down and the joints are actually going to change and go to a new position. And the joints are connected to the bone, our bone where the teeth are connected. So that's going to kick the teeth into a new position and make it not fit right on the orthotic. So then we come back in, we adjust the orthotic and help We incrementally make it so that the the joints are in the right place and the teeth are hitting in the right place and the adjustments get less and less and less until we find that sweet spot where yep the bites right hadn't changed one week to the next to the next and the joints are healthy and comfortable popping and clicking goes away and uh, so an orthotic is is infinitely more beneficial than a mouth guard.
3: Got it. Great okay
1: here's
3: the next slide here. Oh
1: there's just one more here it kind of shows the side to side view Mm -hmm. zoomed in on the
3: jaw
2: yes this shows a perfect picture of a system that's that's working the way it's supposed to teeth fit together evenly when the joints are in the right place and the lateral pterygoids are relaxed muscles are relaxed and uh, it's a good good representation of what healthy system looks like. It's kind of, so the muscles that close and the muscles that reposition are kind of, you can compare that kind of the bicep to your tricep of your arm. If you're lifting something, you know, doing a curl, you're only using your bicep. Your tricep has kind of gone quiet. It would be a really poorly functioning motion to have your bicep and tricep both tense and flexing at the same time. You wouldn't really get anywhere. In, in the joints, the lateral pterygoids, and, and the masseters and the temporalis, they should be one should be quiet when the other's working. So,
3: Great.
1: um, and then so sleep apnea, how mm-hmm. does that relate to TMJ and um, airway obstruction and all that?
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, air sleep apnea obviously is when you stop breathing, you literally. you've closed off the airway. Uh, If you've ever been in a room with people that have sleep apnea, it's a terrible, terrible situation to to observe and be around because it sounds like they're dying. It sounds like they are being suffocated um, because that's what's happening. They literally are not breathing. Um, We have a sensor in our brain that's always monitoring how much oxygen we have. Um, Everybody's aware probably of what a, a pulse oximeter is. Um, whether it's on your iPhone or, or your iWatch or, your, or in surgery in the hospital or whatever, um, the, the oxygen saturation in your blood is is a critical um, factor for living. And so when we go to sleep at night and um, the size and position of our jaw and our tongue closes off to where it the vacuum pressure actually closes it, kind of like sucking a, a really thick milkshake Take through a straw, we've done that before, where it, it's like you such, suction the, the milkshake up, but you literally close the straw off because it's a it's too narrow for the amount of air that needs to come through in that force. And so, what does that have to do with your jaw and clenching and grinding? Well, your body knows it needs oxygen. As we sit here right now, we need all the oxygen that we need, and we need all of it, and we need it right now, in every second that we're sitting here. And so. We don't have anything right now closing our airway off, but when we go into a prone position and where gravity's uh, taking effect and our jaw drops back or um, excess tissue around our neck, it constricts the airway. Your body's gonna go to a fight or flight response. I used to tell people all the time that you clench and grind because you're stressed, because that's what I was told to tell people why they clinch and grind, and it was, I guess the right answer, but it was, didn't have a satisfactory meaning to me, um, for many, most of my careers. And now I know, okay, yes, it is a right answer, but now the meaning behind it is crystal clear. When you don't have enough air, you are stressed. It doesn't have to be environmental stress. It doesn't have to be your work or your family or your kids. Those things for sure contribute to stress and, um, can make you not sleep well and clench and grind, but so does not having enough air. If you're in a swimming pool and somebody's dunking you and holding you under and not letting you up, it doesn't take long, 10 seconds, maybe for you to start getting stressed and start to fight or flight and do your, your reactions to get out of the water, to get air. And at night when we're sleeping, there's only one part of our body that can move relative to the airway that, can increase or improve the, potentially, the size of the airway so the air can get in. And that's the lower jaw. And so that lower jaw moves, uh, for some people, their reaction is to clench and grind. And they will do that night after night, month, you know, know, month after month, year after year. And the effect is we see wear on teeth, we see joints that start to hurt, muscles hurt, headaches, Migraines are made worse by, you know, airway constriction and, uh, um, it's a, it's an amazing yeah. connection.
1: So what about those people who have a really hard time, like breathing through their nose, um, mm-hmm. you know, with allergies or, um, you know, maybe they've been to the ENT, um, stimulated mm-hmm. septums, that type of thing. Sometimes I know it's, it's kind of like, well, you know, I breathe through my mouth because my nose is just, I can't breathe through it. Um, sure. I, I see that that's kind of hand in hand sometimes with the TMJ patients. They have, they both, they also have that congestion. Um, but interestingly mm-hmm. enough, when we work on the TMJ and work on the muscles and the joint, um, a lot of the congestion kind of gets released and it's like their airways mm-hmm. is clear. Um, so there's definitely that correlation between the airway. I see it every, every time I treat it.
2: Yeah. I, I, th- I know there's a connection between the airway and the joints and the stress that's applied to the, to the joints. Um, you know, I don't, I people's airway is just a, a critical thing. And if, if somebody has a great airway and they've got a bad bite, they're probably never going to get TMJ problems because the, the airway, uh, obstruction leads to your body saying, I got to do something to move my jaw to open the airway. I've got to do something in Instinctively, while you're asleep, you'll clench or grind your teeth, and if there's a bad bite there, then that's going to create a fulcrum on one of these teeth that don't fit right um, or is hitting too early, and that puts strain and stress on the joints. But if you don't have a good bite, but you have a, a big airway, you're never going into that stress that necessitates clenching or grinding to move the jaw. And so you don't typically get TMJ problems, no matter how bad your bite is. Um, But the allergens and and things like that, that swell up the soft tissue in the sinus passage, if you've already got a small nasal passage, it doesn't take much to create inflammation, swelling in that nasal tissue to close off the airway. And so obviously doing physical therapy to... uh, Relieve symptoms of the joints of the, uh, the head and neck is, is critical. You uh, just got to get relief, um, as well as you know, doing your nasal uh, rinses and um, obviously staying away from things that uh, create aller you know the allergic reaction that you have. Um, treating that is, is critical. Absolutely. Okay.
1: All right. So gonna talk a little bit about how the upper cervical spine and knock neck postures um, are often experienced and with TMJ. So um, it's important to look at how our neck and our head is sitting on, um, or how our head is sitting on our neck and the position that we're holding our head in oftentimes throughout the day. So these these patterns, these repetitive motions um, or non-mo- non-movements that we're, we're holding our head in Um, You can see in the top picture here that the upper cervical spine is kind of pushed into a little bit of compression and how close it is to that TMJ and to that ear. So we can get symptoms that are coming from the C1, C2 right up here, going up into our head, up into our sinuses and into even around the jaw. So really important to rule out the neck, Um, make sure that, you know, this isn't just, um, you know, a TMJ or neck issue, or kind of how much is how much of the symptoms are coming from each, because they definitely overlap. Um, and then I know you, many of you might have seen this this chin tuck picture here, um, kind of pushing that chin back to open up those upper cervical joints. Um, it's a great picture. You can see the change in um, the position of the lower. Lower cervical and upper cervical, and how they work together. Um, So, really important to look at both. This bottom picture here just shows the the jaw and how, if it sits pushed back, in order to make, um, in order for yourself to make a good bite and occlude, it will push back and they'll push back and up that will change the position of of how we kind of hold our head and our neck and and our posture. So that, and that will cause those muscles to be imbalanced and the neck muscles to be chronically tight and tired, assisting the jaw. So it all, it works as a system together. Really important to rule those out. How often time, how often do you see patients with um, neck pain as well, Dr. Randall? Yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's almost always connected to TMJ problems and breathing problems, especially, um, you see kids who have a small lower jaw, um, kind of like this picture in the top, right? The, uh, there, that person looks to me like they have a recruited chin. And when that chin is, is back like that, and then their you know, teeth are together, it can, that can actually close the airway off, which yeah. makes them want to go to that position on the left. I want to move open their it. jaw forward like that and open the airway, but that causes neck problems. So you've got this seesaw effect of what do you fix, right? The neck needs to be relieved by getting into a better posture. And I have uh, run into this problem with, you know, patients where I'm doing TMJ therapy. I can get their joints in the right place, but it closes the airway off, and they don't like it. They don't. They don't enjoy that position. But they move their jaw forward to open the airway, but that puts the joint in a bad place. And so the airway really is the thing that should be corrected of of anything. Once it's correct, then you can end up with a spine that's a better off and joints that are better off. And so, um, you know, root causes I think are the the things that we have to look at. Um, A lot of times there are neck issues that are not airway related. Sometimes they really are connected. Definitely.
1: Um, okay, so headaches and toothaches. So this picture here on the left can shows where our cervical spine can refer to and cause some headaches and, and tension. So literally looking at C two C through that upper cervical spine refers right into the head. Um, so. If you have compression or you know decreased mobility movement through that upper cervical spine because of positioning or you know tension, that um, that will refer into the head and cause headaches as well. So ruling that out, make sure we look at that. And in addition to the jaw, as in this picture here, you can see that the red mark on the face is is an also where that masseter muscle will refer. Um, into the ear, into the sinuses on the face, a lot of times above the eye and wrapping around. Um, and then over here on the upper right-hand corner, we've got that temporalis muscle. You can see it's, it's a big muscle. It's bigger than most people think up on the head. Um, and the temporalis muscle assists with that, assists the masseter in moving that jaw. Um, so it, it that can get super tight and tense too, causing that temper temporal headache, and then referring over the
3: eye and up into the head and into the teeth.
1: All right, I thought I found this study, and I thought it was kind of important to just note that, there's research on how the postural assessment and their postures related to TMJ dysfunctions and how taking that multidisciplinary approach is really key with treating TMJ. So, you know, having a network of people you can refer out to the, the dentist saying, you know, oh, I think this person might need their bite assessed or, um, you know, we need someone to take a look at the neck and get that moving. I think it's really, really important to have um, multiple people kind of tackling the, the TMJ. Right. And the good news is that we can fix it. Um, so, together, we can help eliminate that muscle tension, decompress the joint, improve your jaw motion so that you don't have issues with the things, you know, eating, yawning, um, even talking can get exhausting throughout the day, um, sleeping, and then um, improving your overall head and neck postures, having the tools and resources to do that. Um, sometimes we just need a guide to help us correct correct some of these lifestyle things. Um, and that's what um, we love doing here. It's just that education piece. And then establishing a new bite and expanding your palate if we need to get into those uh, um, things as well. Um, and then of course, breathing better, learning how to use your nose and breathe through your nose and not just your mouth. Um, breathing through your nose, you're going to get your oxygen actually deeper into your lungs. We breathe through our mouth, it doesn't go as deep and we don't get as much expansion. So we get more of that superficial breathing. Right, so how are, how we treat, definitely a multidisciplinary approach. And we look at all of the different areas. So um, really important not to just look at the TMJ um, and look at everything. The jaw, the bite, the face, the airway, um, how how our muscles are working and which ones are overworked in the neck, getting those to release and relax and then teaching you, giving you the tools to learn how to deal with your symptoms and bring yourself to more of a relaxed posture, relaxed jaw position throughout the day to get those symptoms to calm down. Identifying the why, and that's what we'll definitely get down to. to why is this happening? Um, and then treating it, so restoring that with manual therapy. You know, releasing the, the lateral lateral pterygoid that sticks right up on that disc, releasing that, um, and then you know, inhibiting the muscles we need to, as well as strengthening the ones that help us with our postures, getting the neck moving well, and then assessing lifestyle changes. Um, and then, you know, with getting, if you need to get into the, to the dentist and working with the bite and seeing both of us at the same time is a great thing to do because we can definitely get those symptoms to calm down and relax to better help some of those stuff that's going on with the bite, um, as you're healing that in that process, anything to add there?
2: Yeah, I, I totally agree. With you. Uh. Combination of uh, support is, is going to speed up the healing, mm-hmm. speed up uh, comfort uh, for, without a doubt. No question.
1: Okay, and we always like to talk about things that we see all the time that really they they're not going to solve the problem. They won't work alone. Night guards, oftentimes maybe they'll work for a little while and then they don't work because guess what? Your bike's changed and you need a new one, or you know you need that orthotic type instead. Um, sometimes they work well and they, they, they continue to work, but, you know, important to know that that might not be the best thing or it might need to be assessed again. Um, muscle relaxers and anti-inflammatories, doctors will just throw those at you and say, here, get the muscles to relax. Here's some medication. i not going to solve the problem. Injections, um, steroid injections, Botox, again, really expensive for, you know, month or two of of relief and it's just repetitively you're going to need to go in and get those because you're not solving the problem and the cause um trigger point dry needling can really help with that muscle tension and tissue but again not not going to address the the positioning the issue of the joint um managing stress important definitely but we've got to do some other things around it as well and then massage and surgery really surgery should be not not be not being questioned here like it's just not not the way to go with the jaw not at all and can, do you want to speak on that at all i think i'm going to get to it in the next just yeah go ahead and keep
2: going that's fine yeah if you have um, a testimonial it'll it'll. it'll yeah
1: it. so there's a great testimonial that we'll talk about but really um surgery injections medications they don't address the why um we got to adjust the structure and balance and and kind of what's going on all around it and open that airway. Um, Just a few strategies for relief while we're here. Finding that resting jaw position can be super, super helpful. If You can get that tongue up up on the roof of the mouth with your, your lips together and then just try and breathe through your nose throughout the day frequently. That can be something super simple that really, really helps just helps us unclench if we're clenching or relax those muscles. Um, For some of you, that might be hard to do, getting that tongue up there. Um, But we can work, if you come in, we can work on getting you to be able to do that and that ability to find that relaxed position. Um, Jaw muscle stretching. This is stuff you can do on your own. Um, I, I actually send my patients home with the, you know, the. The ways to stretch their jaw in internally, intraorally, and then also um, self massage can be very helpful. Um, practicing saying words like "no" and "never" where your tongue sits on the roof of your mouth and needs to compress up there can be helpful as well. And then also controlled um, mouth opening is something I give give for my patients.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Absolutely. Um,
1: and then also. Just getting into kind of what other providers miss, we've talked about this a bit, but really not, they're only looking at the site of the pain and not getting into like really the source of it that airway, um, breathing, positioning, bite, posture, um, having the knowledge to look at all of that. Um, and then, so if you go to someone who's going to look at, you know, say you go to a chiropractor that specializes in, you know, upper cervical. Joints—they're going to look at that one way, not not in a comprehensive way. Um, and surgery definitely won't give you all those the answers. Um, and you know, many times surgery won't even cause, actually, help with the symptoms. So that's a very expensive, drastic solution that might not actually be a solution. And then giving you the tools and lifestyle changes those habits that good habits you can create to help yourself um and i just wanted to share a story here of a patient who came in who had actually had a cervical fusion and um she had it because she had neck pain and the mri showed that she had disc issues down there so she went ahead and had had that fusion now after the fusion she still had neck pain um, and it wasn't it was chronic all the time still had issues Um, and then after talking to her and, and treating the neck, moving her, we, I, I asked her, said, "You know, do you have any TMJ pain? And she said, well, yeah, all the time. I've been dealing with this forever. So I, I assessed the TMJ as well. Um, and we found that the combination of working with her TMJ and getting that to release in the neck really solved her problem. So that TMJ was a missing piece for her. Um, and she, she had a very stressful job where she was clenching all the time during the day and she needed those tools to help her relax her jaw. Um, so that was just, you know, really, it was very eye-opening to know like, okay, everyone's been trying to solve her neck pain and that no one's really looked at the jaw. Um, it's so important to look at both. All right, and then we've got some great testimonials here from Dr. Randall's office. This is a son and daughter here and let we'll them tell their story.
3: So, this is my oh, son. Sorry. Next.
1: Go ahead.
2: Oh, no, go ahead. I, oh, I okay. I think that was in the
3: video. Oh, it was. And we had quite the journey before we got to a dentist who specialized in TMJ. We saw our regular dentist, our orthodontist. We went back to both of those providers. We went to a surgeon. Uh, in Dallas, we went to a facial facial maxill surgeon, and we went to another um, TMJ orthodontic specialist in Southland. Finally, we were um, recommended my brother-in-law to go to a physical therapist here in Dallas to help George with the jaw pain that he was experiencing. He was waking up with jaw pain, and he would some days wake up and feel good, but by the end of the day, he said his face felt like it was drooping and falling, and he was constantly not feeling well. So we went to this physical therapist, he did some exercises, helped a little bit, and now we're here. And we understand the process moving forward. Um, We're hopeful, we're we're happy because now we're seeing improvement, and this is only his third visit. So we know that it's gonna be a long process, but, Uh, We're we're hopeful. We had no hope before, and we were torn for a year on what to do, which direction to go. No one was providing us with a clear answer, and it was really stressful for our whole family because George was in pain, and we didn't know how to help him. So Now all the pieces seem to be fitting together. He's got a new um, orthodontic that's going to help take the, the relax those muscles so he can reset his jaw and get everything the muscles calm down so that we can start doing the work with the expander. All okay. right. Excellent. Okay. And then
1: so this is one
2: one end of the spectrum to the other right here. So okay. a young person who's got TMJ issues. And this is, I feel so sad for this lady. Tell me a little bit about your
3: journey. You. I I came here two years ago with TMJ problem. I had it a long time ago. Didn't take care of it. Came here. Uh, thank God that I met him. Then we, he, uh, my, my and we he did the my mouth block bite. So he did the the X rays. And I should have had it taken care of a long time ago. Ended up with a uh, surgery. Two TMJ surgeries and four on this side, and I'm back here. If you have TMJ problems and you know it, go ahead and have it taken care of. I also had an airway problem that I didn't take care of. So if you have any problems, go see Dr. Randall or someone that you know definitely that is good in TMJ. Let someone refer you and go have it taken care of, so you won't end up like I did. Thank you
1: so, much. Okay. so she had four she had four surgeries
2: yeah it, it tmj joint replacement surgery is not it's not a walk in the park no it's not no. a yeah. slam dunk you know gonna be perfect every time mm-hmm. she came to me the first time I'd, I'd seen her and she was in severe pain it was oh it's just tragic just even to start doing anything for um I was skeptical that we could even help, and it was it was made manifest as we we tried um, improving her symptoms with the orthotic. But the problem, the reality was, she had a split; her disc had split in half, and there was no treating that um, with an orthotic. She needed joint replacement surgery,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and so uh, she had an airway problem. I saw that from the first time I looked at her mouth uh, and she'd never heard that before. Uh, But it was funny. She came back, you know, several months later and was told by the anesthesiologist that she saw that he mentioned to her that she has a very small airway. And then she saw another, uh, more recently, another physician, I think an ENT, who said, wow, you have a really small airway. Mm -hmm. So that is a huge, huge contributor to And she's obviously in her uh, late 60s uh, and has dealt with the effects of negative effects of a small airway for her whole lifetime and never had it fixed. And then ended up with both joints replaced. So, really tragic. Sorry. Tell me a little bit about you.
1: Okay. Um, So. We have got a lot, of, we've got some options for you here at Empower PT. Um, we're gonna, we offer a free discovery visit where you can come in and or, or schedule a phone call with the PT. And um, we can just talk to you about what's going on and, and see kind of what your options are and how we can help you. And then also you get $100 off um, your full one hour evaluation if you come in within the next 15 days. So um, definitely um, give us a call after if you want to set any of those up. We've got some questions. So I've got two questions that I want to answer that we had this week, and then we'll open it up to anybody else who has questions. Um, So one of them is kind of like. What what are the Rocavado exercises for um, TMJ and and kind of what do I think of those? So you don't know what they are, Doctor Rocavado. He he created these exercises. um, They're really six exercises that you do six times six times a day, Um, and they they look at the they help posture um, and mobility, strength and stabilization of the jaw. Um, and I think I do a variety of those exercises. I give those to patients for sure. So I just think they're very general, like any kind of like thing you can kind of Google on the internet and find. Um, so taking pieces of those is helpful. Um, and But sometimes you might need more. You might need more um, in addition to those exercises. So hope that at answers your question. Um, and then another question we had was, can a jaw that has been misaligned due to TMJ past treatments or past dental treatments be corrected back to normal position with um, other treatments? And then I'll let you answer that, Dr. Randall.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. There's lots of people that have had treatments that didn't work. And uh, they don't know if they can find somebody who can can help them. And the reality is probably, probably you can. It takes the the steps to do what we saw in some of those videos, which is make an orthotic. It's gonna help us simulate ideal jaw joint position. Having physical therapy to relax and loosen the muscles is gonna make a huge difference as well. But you've gotta get the structure in the system in alignment and make everything in harmony Sometimes the disc gets displaced, and it won't go back. Um, sometimes it will go back to its right position. Um, there, there, there is the ability to create what we call a pseudo disc, where the tissue that's on the back side of the disc can actually, if we center the joint, center the bite, balance the muscle activity. You can actually create a uh, uh, a toughening of that tissue. Um, on top of the condyle, which is not originally the the uh, disc material. Um, so you can create a pseudo disc t- to create comfort, and. Uh, but it, it requires the, the treatment of an orthotic to balance things. Um can take the interfering and parafunctional activity out of the equation and allow your body to, to heal itself. We do laser therapy uh, with every, every appointment that we do our adjustment on our... Uh, on the uh, orthotic and the laser therapy really speeds up the healing decreases inflammation and just allows your body to, to find a comfortable place to be that it, that it should be in But yeah it's possible to to improve that
3: hey y'all i'm katherine client relations manager of empower physical therapy if you're interested in speaking to one of our specialists on how we can help you click the link below to set up a time with one of our physical therapists